0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. I'm a concierge high performance psychologist providing luxury level support to executives, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. I have Todd Cargas. He has a background in project management and building agile development mindsets. He is a transformation and change management practitioner and leadership development coach. And I have Brandon Mahoney. He's the co-founder of LaunchPoint Labs, a national venture firm where he is the expert in creating sales departments. He is known as Dr. Startup. The question I have today, what causes an organization to have a toxic culture when they say all the right words?
1: i think it's about a misalignment of values Uh, a company can say that it values many different things building profits increasing sales um retaining talent or Mm -hmm. or or, being a great place to work and those four things can exist in the same place where i think things can go off the rails is when they compete with each other Mm -hmm. because at some point i think a company is going to be faced with a choice what happens when you know, being a great place to work or retaining talent seems to be at odds with building profit, growing profit, increasing sales? Um, and in those cases, I think that the language that's used can be misaligned with the way that the people that work at the company can experience the culture.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: See, and I, I completely agree with that. I think that's very much often the case. I might be a jerk for saying this. I think some companies put, put on the facade of, I'm going to treat you right. I'm going to give you a good experience. But that's just because from a public facing view, they have to do that so that they don't mm-hmm. get judged. But then internally, once you're in the system, they don't really care very much. They're not going to treat you that way. They're not going to hold up to those standards that they've presented themselves out to the public. And I just think that's just an unfortunate reality.
0: It's like corporate gaslighting. Absol- absolutely. Perfect way to put it. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I agree with... Uh both you guys so far. I just think that organizations, that's their means of survival, to grow their business, to recruit. Your happiness in an organization, I think is really dependent upon what level you are in the organization and whether you think that the things that they spout align with where you are. Sadly, I think it's more the norm than it is in anything else that you have. One thing verbalized, one thing put down on paper, and what it actually is. This is why I think so many people continue to seek happiness by changing jobs because Mm -hmm. the rhetoric doesn't match up with what's actually taking place.
1: I think what I'm hearing you say, Stuart, is that someone perhaps at an executive leadership level in a company can experience the culture very differently than someone at an individual contributor level. And and I guess the question that I have then is which one of those experiences, especially if there's a lot more individual contributors than there are executives, which one is really indicative of what the culture of the company is?
2: I think it's at the contributor level, frankly, Mm -hmm. because those are the ones that drive the train. I used to tell my guys all the time that you can't sit behind your desk and make decisions. I used to think round are so stupid because first of all, people don't feel compelled to be candid during the course of the round table. Mm-hmm. And don't come to my office. If I want people to talk to me candidly, I wanna go where they're working. I wanna go to their environment where they feel more comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, what? is there a way to tell from the outside before you end up in that space where, the executives or the boss is like, oh, this is a great place to work. And you end up in there in the trenches and you're like, this is terrible. Is there a way to tell before you get there?
3: I tell every single person I, I that I, I speak with that is like, hey, I'm looking like at this company, talk to people that work there currently and talk to people that have previously worked there. Yeah. Get experience from them, not glass door because that can that's not always accurate. Talk to people that have worked there. They will give you, they will give you the accurate experience.
0: Find them on LinkedIn,
3: find them on LinkedIn.
2: I think it's very difficult though, because
0: I've I've worked for a
2: number of different companies and by the time you find out, you may be already committed. You've sold your house, you've moved, (laughs) you've turned in your resignation letter at the other place. So then you're put in a position, okay, how do I figure this out? How, how do I navigate this? At the end of the day, corporations are there to make money and you're, you're disposable. They can always find somebody to replace you. And if you're not happy, they'll find somebody that can replace you. I, quick story. I had a guy work for me, and he had a heart attack on the job and died. And even though I was the president of the organization, within three days, we, it, it was though he was never there. We backfilled, because the mission had to go on. Yeah. We weren't going to stop because he died. There might be some tears shed. But the mission continued. Is that a reality of business? Or is that the cold, hard fact of what businesses are there to do? Make money, regardless of who you are.
1: Mm. I really appreciate what you're saying. And I think that there's a lot of truth in it. And what I'd love to see is more companies that sort of lean into that truth or that honesty and and what i'm curious about how do we juxtapose just the reality what the company's there for is to make money and to grow profits or sales or whatever it is that it does um, along with the language that many companies have started employing about it's not a company. It's a family. Mm-hmm. It's no like that that kind of stuff. And Robin, I saw you roll your eyes <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, so what's what's a job seeker to do when faced with that kind of language? because should we just assume that language is is bunk because it can't possibly be like that?
0: I know one organization where it's true. I know mm-hmm. one CEO. Who does a really good job of mentoring his people and creating environments? And he offers coaching if they have issues. Like he's great. But I know a lot of organizations where it is nonsense.
1: But what are the sales like? Like if you look at the mission of that organization that that really leans into putting their money where their mouth is from the perspective of it's a family, safety, all that good stuff. Like, what what's What's their mission like? Does it actually contribute positively to what they're there to do?
0: He says he wouldn't do it if it didn't. And and that for him, having people who are good at their jobs, enjoy their jobs, and and are not afraid to say, hey, I'm lost, help me, has Mm -hmm. increased his profits.
1: And that's really fascinating to me. Because Mm -hmm. I think that that's what a lot of companies want when they say the right words. Mm -hmm. It's just that putting your money where your mouth is, is harder than it seems.
2: I'm wondering if these companies that let people flex and go hybrid, that are now calling people back to work, their profits aren't aligned with what they were prior to COVID. And so their response is, well, let's get them back in the office so we can manage them more finitely. I guess if you really cared about me, then you'd let me try to find work-life balance because that's the word, Mm work-life balance. But work-life balance to the contributor is different than what it is to the
0: executive. Mm -hmm. When I was young, my dad used to say, if it were fun, they wouldn't call it work. And he firmly believed if you have a job, you better keep it. You'll never get another one. And unfortunately for me, having been told that a lot, when I was young, I allowed a lot of organizations, big corporations to abuse me and take advantage of my time and energy and effort. That's not appropriate. I wish I could go back and tell my younger self, "Hey, you are smart, and you can figure out any job. You don't have to keep this one just because they've scared you into thinking you can't find anything else."
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I think our dads went to the same school.
0: I'm sorry to hear that, Todd. That's (laughs) That's (laughs) lousy. Yep, that's all right. Live and learn. I think what we're saying is that there are a lot of corporations out where the the stuff they have written on the wall doesn't actually match. The way that organization works and i love your your idea brandon of going and finding people i think you'd be better off to find people who used to work there they might be able to be more honest Mm because the people who do currently work there certainly don't want it to get out that they're saying hey don't come work here
1: Mm -hmm. very true. and perhaps one of the questions to ask would be why did you leave
0: when i used to help people with interviews i used to say Ask the person interviewing you, what's it like for you to work here? And if you get back a whole bunch of corporate garbage and you don't get an answer of this is my experience, run. It's not safe for them to be honest.
2: Then you most That's- likely run all the time because they're all going to give you, they're always going to give you the, well, this is a great place. I finally found a home, yada, 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 because they're still working there and they're in the interview process. The the candor comes from, let me talk to the rank and file. Mm. Let me talk to the people that are actually doing the job because they have no loyalty to anybody but themselves and they'll tell you exactly
0: what's going on. Mm. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut this conversation off here. I think it's a really broad topic and it's hard to know if an organization is being honest with the stuff on their website and if that's really how their culture is. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.